0: I'm back. Rouge Ranch for the Matrix and Road Show. Well, we hope that the real world and Star Wars, Galaxy of Star Wars, would stay separate. But we know since 2012, when Lucasfilm was purchased by the evil empire known as Disney, well, that's when the identity politics and the wokeness came into Star Wars. Well, now it seems that Tony Gilroy, who we had. A fraction of hope for who helped write Rogue One, which was arguably, along with the Mandalorian, the two best properties that Disney has offered since they got a hold of Star Wars, would possibly, and the trailer looks good for Andor, would possibly come come through and we would miraculously have a good show. I think in part, and Matrix brought this up to me, you know why... Rogue One was good or why The Mandalorian was good, it's because they're playing with characters we don't know and they can't fuck up. That's a good point. That's a good point. Well, oh God, it looks like Andor is supposed to be a take on what Star Wars, Disney Star Wars, believes to be a Trumpian world. That's right, as everybody seems to fear American patriots so damn much, especially the socialist assholes at Disney who are scared of actual real Americans it seems bounding into comics good god Fiona Shaw describes new Star Wars series and or as a great scurrilous take on the Trumpian world in other words let's just be real the Empire is supposed to be Trump and all the Trump supporters and the rebels are supposed to be the good guys I guess I guess I don't know For Christ's sakes. I mean, we can't keep the Star Wars galaxy and today's political climate separate? Hell no. Why in the hell would anybody want an actual separation, an actual break from the real world when they sit down to consume a show? I mean, my God, these studios do not seem to get that. We don't want the real world, and we don't want our fantasy. We don't want our sci-fi connecting with our political climates today Christ I mean really and or actress Fiona Shaw made it abundantly clear that the upcoming Star Wars series will be a political commentary on Donald Trump rather than a Star Wars adventure I mean son of a bitch I know I'm cussing a lot in this video but I mean I just my god Disney is a train wreck Kathleen Kennedy has to be, ungodlessly, wor- the worst studio president, head of any studio anybody has ever seen. I mean, just because you went and got uh, coffee for Steven Spielberg at one time doesn't mean you should be leading anything, it seems. that It's unbelievable. Andor is described by Lucasfilm as a series that, quote, explores a new perspective, from the Star Wars galaxy, focusing on Cassian Andor's journey to discover the difference he can make. The series brings forward a tale of burgeoning rebellion against the Empire and how people and planets became involved. That actually sounds decent so far. It's era filled with danger, deception, intrigue, where Cassian will embark on the path that is destined to turn him into a real rebel hero. Okay. The series is created by show run and showrun by Tony Gilroy, who wrote Rogue One, a Star Wars story, and Michael Clayton as well. He wrote the Born trilogy and Born Legacy. So far, so good. Shaw, who plays a character named Marva, spoke with Empire about the upcoming series, telling them Tony Gilroy has wrote a great, scurrilous take on the Trumpian world. <sighs> You know, I do wonder if this actress just sat down and said that because she's hoping or she wants to turn this show into that or did Tony Gilroy literally sit down and Kathleen Kennedy literally sit down with this in mind. It would not shock me if they literally sat down with this in mind. Our world is exploding in different places right now. People's rights are disappearing and and or reflects that. In the show, the Empire is taking over, and it feels like the same thing is happening in reality, too, she explained. Shaw later praised Gilroy for implementing real-world politics in the Star Wars. I'm impressed by Tony's social realist intentions. Look, Star Wars has always had politics in it, but we know damn good and well there's a difference between the politics we see in the real world and Star Wars Galaxy prequel politics. Stop this bullshit. Oh my God. She then re- revealed that Gilroy has created a, quote, whole new morality and put it into the show. She said he's created a whole new morality in a very deep and humane, there's grief, mourning, hope, fear. It's not just primary colors here. As for Gilroy, he's previously indicated the show would be contradicting... Previously established Star Wars canon. Good God. This is crazy. He told Vanity Fair back in May, there are certain events that happen in these five years that are important and need to be paid attention to. There are certain people, characters, that are legacy characters that the audience, the passionate audience, really feels like they have an understanding of and know. It should stay that way, Tony Gilroy. But let me guess... It's not going to. In some cases, they're right. In some cases, what we're saying is what you know, what you've been told, what's on Wikipedia, what you've been telling each other is all really wrong, he then relayed. So you're going to take a legacy character and shit on it again in true Disney fashion. Is this the goal to destroy any character that that Star Wars fans have any connection to and feel like they do know, I mean Luke Skywalker, Boba Fett, Obi Wan Kenobi, Han Solo. I mean the, the this is pathetic. This is ridiculous. Gilroy then added, "Quote: It's upside down, or it's sideways, or it's the opposite of what you thought was true. Why not just give the audience what the audience really wants?" Why is this so hard? I mean, why is this so hard? you got a bunch of people sitting in a room, in a boardroom together, and you're trying to out the room, and there was no point to ever doing that with Star Wars. Or it's the way more interesting than you have ever thought. Or that's a lie, or there's a reason for it, I would say that there's some surprises in store. He then specifically referenced Mon Mothra and her role in the fourth episode of the show. I bet that when the episode 104 plays, when Mon Mothra finishes the episode, that there'll be people tweeting about Mon Mothra. Because you should be writing a show with the idea that people are going to be tweeting about it. The absolute worst people on the planet, which is on Twitter, should be tweeting about it. That's your goal. That's your problem. That's always been Disney's problem. That's the people you want to satisfy. The very small minority of Star Wars fans that likes the total and complete shit you've been shelling out since 2012. Gilroy would further detail that the show is aimed at a passionate Star Wars fans explaining the really passionate Star Wars community. All those people have a lot of people in their lives... That are Star Wars hesitant or Star Wars averse or Star Wars reluctant. Their roommate, their husband, the guy at work, whatever. However, he notes, I mean, I want my wife to be watching this show. She couldn't care less. She's not that interested. She hasn't been interested in it for the last two years. But my goal is, she really likes, really is like, Oh my God, I've got to see the next episode without losing anybody. It's really about enhancing what we have. So you're 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 writing a show, by the way, this premieres August 31st with three episodes. So in other words, you're writing a show with the, the, the feeling that you want to bring a, bring in people that just naturally don't like Star Wars? I, I mean it's this is just stupid. It's past the point of stupidity with Disney. It's crazy. Let's, I want to target my wife with this show who doesn't give a rat's ass about Star Wars. How about actual true Star Wars fans? Not those weirdos with purple hair on Twitter. Actual Star Wars fans. How about giving shows to them that they're going to like? I, I mean, my God, I will say this. At least Favreau and Filoni try. At least they try. Now, sometimes they give too much creative leeway like they did with Boba Fett. And, you know, word has it, Favreau's not happy with how Boba Fett turned out. You know, he's not. But this is crazy. We want to target people that aren't Star Wars fans and we want to satisfy the people on Twitter so they'll tweet about it. That makes all the sense in the world as to why Star Wars is burning in ruins like Anakin's legs on Mustafar. It makes a lot of sense. You're trying to please exactly the wrong people that, that that want to consume Star Wars. Not the people that go out and actually buy merch and all this sort of stuff or did or b- help build this franchise up till 2012. Let's not target the real Star Wars fans. Let's not do that. Let, let's, let's target, let's make this about Trump and the fact that it sounds like the empire is going to represent Trump and Trump supporters. Because everybody that sits down and watches Star Wars wants to think about real world politics, even if it's somebody that they support. And look, I support Trump. I don't want to consume Star Wars that feels like the real world and or any political side. Crying out loud, absolutely insane. Di- <laughs> Disney has ruined what was the greatest IP in record time. And look, it's been ruined for you know long before this came along. But once again, now the next show already looks like dog shit. It's crazy. It's crazy. Tell me what you think, Matrix and Roadshow fans. Yeah, I kind of cussed a lot in this video, but it's just ridiculous. I mean, these people that are writing these shows, the people that are develop- developing these shows, the people that they have hired to be involved with Star Wars, you hired and got all the wrong people. They don't care about Star Wars. They care about Social and political ideologies. That's all. They're consumed with it. And Twitter. Peace. I'm out. Till next time.